The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When everyone else is teaching you defense, Nicholas is teaching you to go on the offense. Welcome to the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. Prevention is the key, and no one shows you how better. It all starts right here. Now, here is your host, Nicholas St. John. Hello, and welcome to the Health Cure Show. My name is Nicholas St. John. I'll be your host today. And uh, I know we've had a number of guests in the, in the past few weeks, but today we are guestless, but... Uh, this is going to be an exciting show, so all I can tell you is fasten your seatbelt because I'm going to be covering a ton of information. You know, my my real mantra is that uh, never get sick again and that the only reason I firmly believe after eight years of intense study of viral and bacterial infections is that the only reason we get sick anymore is because we have a weak immune system. Now, it's, that just sounds crazy that it could be that simple. But after, again, after all these years of research and studying and reading of abstract after abstract of all these doctors around the world who have done studies and, and really every one of them boils down to one simple thing, guys, and that is that if you get sick, it is first and foremost most likely that you have a weakened immune system. Now, there are some things out there that can get the best of you, even if you have a very strong immune system, but it takes a lot to do that. We're hearing a lot about Zika. In my first segment, I cover typically what's in the news, and of course, Zika is still in the news, and they have, you know, they've been going through this stuff about. Uh, it's been down in Brazil, and there's this, been this outbreak of microcephaly. Now, microcephaly is when um, a, a pregnant woman gets infected with Zika, so supposedly. Now, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it looks like they're gathering enough information that is probably going to tie a Zika infection with microcephaly, which is an underdeveloped brain and what they call small head because the brain doesn't fill out completely. And uh, so anyway, there's it's a birth defect. Now, even though it's tied to that, they just hit an overblown a number of cases that all of a sudden there was just several thousand, well over 4,000 cases reported in Brazil from uh, of microcephaly. That was an overreaction as they've gone back and started looking at each one of those cases and deciding on and doing an analysis and diagnosis that already 25% of them have been completely ruled out as being microcephaly at all. And uh, only about eight or 900 of them, as the last report that I saw, was that they that it was confirmed that it was microcephaly. Now, they're still doing tests uh, to find out if the Zika virus 
which is one of the few viruses, because there's only a couple, uh, typically the what's called a flavivirus, which is the like the West Nile virus, Zika, dengue fever, yellow fever, and chikungunya, which, by the way, all those are carried by uh, mosquitoes. Now, the Zika virus is carried by uh, this mosquito called the Aedes aegypti and uh, albopictus. Now, it's it lo- that mosquito is primarily in areas that have high humidity and a lot of water, like swamplands. And so places like Florida, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, parts of Georgia, Texas, these places that have got a lot of water and especially swampland-type water, uh, the Aedes aegypti is very prevalent in those areas. Uh, however... And, and that's, again, that's why they're down in, in Brazil, and we see them in a lot of the – I think it's 52 countries now that they've been in. Uh, anyway, Brazil, it doesn't get into Chile, which is very mountainous. They don't expect it to get up into Canada, although they will have some cases like what we have already, which is what's called imported. Now, an imported case of Zika is when someone's traveled to an area that's in that has an outbreak – and then they get infected, and they bring it back with them to the country that they that they live in. So we're starting to hear more and more of these because we everyone there's world travelers now uh, at almost record levels, and so people get into the areas down there in uh, Brazil and Central America and Colombia, even down in uh, uh, I think the uh, Bahamas and. Puerto Rico now uh, has outbreaks. And so those are, again, there's a lot of travel to those areas. And so people come back with it. And then there are now a couple of cases uh, where it's transmitted sexually to um, to the female. Uh, so in, in it, typically these viruses, especially Zika, it's, it's acquired through – mostly the Aedes aegypti mosquito. So what happens is someone gets bit by a mosquito that's infected. Then they that person gets bit by another mosquito, and then that is then that mosquito is now infected and goes and bites another person, and it gets infected that way. So that's the normal way, and probably 99% or higher cases of it is through uh, the transmission from mosquitoes. So while they were initially doing all the scare tactics that, uh, holy cow, we're going to have you know the world's falling and we got to ramrod through all this uh, stuff about a vaccine. Uh, listen, the Zika virus, guys, has been around since 1947. They first discovered it in 47, and there's been very, very small outbreaks of it. And it, again, it was over in. Africa. Why these? Why so many of these start in Africa uh, is anyone's guess at this point. But they do, and, and of course Ebola, and of course West Nile uh, virus started in Africa as well. And so anyway, it it didn't migrate a lot. Uh, when there were outbreaks, there were small outbreaks. Uh, then there was the French Pollyanna that ended up with a in 2013 what was called, considered a major outbreak, and then they ended up with. Uh, uh, this thing out in, in Brazil in uh, starting in the summer of last year. So it really uh, ramped up. Now, there's 
I mean, there's a conspiracy theories about that perhaps it's the larvicide that they put in the water. Uh, that also that it could have been these genetically modified mosquitoes to kill off the uh, Aedes aegypti mosquito, which carries because they were battling dengue fever uh, down there. And then uh, then there's some of them are saying it's a pesticide. So anyway, it's it, whatever it is. Here's the issue, guys. We're not gonna we're not gonna eradicate every mosquito on this planet. Okay, we're just not gonna do it. And so if we're waiting for somebody else to come up with a solution for us, do not hold your breath because you're going to turn very blue. We cannot wait for somebody else to come with the solutions. And I'm, I'm on a side here. CNBC uh, had a thing on uh, Zika, and it says here, the Centers for Disease Control has argued that vaccine platforms be developed proactively and at the ready so that they can be quickly modified for protection against emerging threats. Well, how do you how do you create proactively ahead of schedule a virus that could mutate? I mean, that's our problem. What our problem is every year with the flu, influenza. Look, it's H H3N2 uh, is the nomenclature with the heraminidase and the neuraminidase types of proteins that make up influenza. And yet every year we have a different quote-unquote strain of this. And so it's crazy to think that they're ever going to get ahead of this stuff. So I believe it's time for a revolution. It's, I'm not talking about one that's violent. I'm talking about where but we do need to de, be proactive in taking our own health back. We cannot wait for the quote-unquote the authorities uh, to come up with something to fix all of this. One, they, Ebola had been around, uh, first case in 1974, with n a number of smaller outbreaks. And, of course, last year, uh, oh, uh, 14 and 15 were devastating with over 11,000 deaths and as high as 75% mortality rate. Now, guys, I cannot say this seriously enough. There are no do-overs. If you're one of those 11,000, you, you know, the families of those people wish that they had – the authorities had done something different. And in my book, The Immunity Crisis in America, we have found that, again, the weakened immune system is the reason these things get an upper hand. Viruses like Zika, viruses like West Nile, the West Nile virus, those two, and probably dengue fever and chikungunya and a number of these, there are people who are walking around with it that have been infected but are never going to show any symptoms. The reason they don't show symptoms is why? Because they have a strong enough immune system. Now, they don't necessarily have an optimal immune system. But they certainly have a, an immune system that is strong enough. Now, that one of the things about the United States is that we have, even though it's, it's not as good as it was, we still have a pretty good su uh, food supply. We still have a lot of fresh vegetables and fruit. Uh, these things can really help strengthen the immune system. We try to focus on getting enough sleep. 
trying to do things that de-stress us uh, from activities and, you know, resting and breathing, <laughs> all the things I cover in my book, The Immunity Crisis in America. So the Zika virus, it you can get bitten with it, and if you have an, a strong enough immune system, you'll never show any symptoms. The problem is if it's not optimal, the body actually won't get rid of it, and it'll stay with you for uh, several weeks. Could just in your system until it completely gets flushed out. Now, when it comes to uh, the question that these guys are not asking, is of the set, there were 25% of the people that got infected with Ebola survived, and yet I've not yet found a single report of the study and analysis of the their system, their immune system to see what was different. Now, the CDC and WHO and WebMD, all these guys have already proclaimed that the reason uh, the reason they got over it was because they had a good immune response, which means they have a healthy, strong immune system. Uh, and still for the life of me, I cannot figure out why they will not take, and while they're giving these people in what's called supportive care, people that are Ebola, infected with Ebola, they give them supportive care, they give them an IV, and yet for the life of me, I can't figure out why they won't put in 25,000 milligrams of sodium ascorbate in these IVs because we know that that is a very foundation, if you listen to any of my other broadcasts, a foundation of the immune system is vitamin C or sodium ascorbate, ascorbic acid. Now, is it the only thing? No. There's dozens of things you can do, but it's the it's the least expensive. It's the quickest way to strengthen your immune system to levels that would really, really, really help. And here's where I need your help, guys. Go get on my uh, immunitycrisis.info, immunitycrisis.info, immunitycrisis.info. Go to the bottom and scroll up. Or scroll to the bottom and find my free newsletter. Sign up for my newsletter. I need your help. We need to start contacting the health departments of every state, especially the ones in the south where Zika is going to be most profound uh, in these areas like Texas and Florida and Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, <clears throat> parts of Georgia. So get on my newsletter. I will send out. I have a flyer which you can get. So anyway, what I'm going to do is uh, we need to take a break here. What I'm going to do is when I come back, I'm going to continue to talk about the things that are in the news and the things that we're seeing uh, that we can do. We can change this, but I, I need your help. Uh, everyone needs your help. We don't want to see any more children uh, born with microcephaly, and we can completely avoid this. So stay tuned. I'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team 
as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello, and welcome back. Before the break, I was talking about the uh, epidemic of, of Ebola, and now Zika is pressing down on us. And I, I, want, you to, I want you to understand how serious uh, some of these guys take this, because these numbers are staggering, guys. Uh, according to the same report on CNBC, it says, according to the World Bank, a single severe flu pandemic – you mind the flu, guys, we can eradicate the flu if everyone has a strong immune system and it doesn't take very much. Uh, a single severe flu pandemic could reduce global wealth by a staggering $3 trillion or nearly 5% of the world's GDP. That is unbelievable. That could bankrupt entire countries if they had a major. Why? Because they're trying to rely on a vaccine? Hello, newsflash. Vaccines are not the only way to fight viral infections. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Vaccinations are not the only way we can fight these infections. Now, we need to quit playing catch up again. Let's take back our immune or take back our healthcare, guys. We can wait for somebody else to do it or we can learn what we can do. I don't want anyone else to uh you know, sit around with a sick child and really feeling helpless and hopeless because you don't know what to do. We're told that if it's a viral infection, there's just nothing you can do. Now, yeah, you can go do chicken noodle soup, which apparently there are some enzymes in chicken noodle soup that help and boost the immune system. But that's a drop in the bucket of the things that we actually can do. So, you know, when I talk about, uh, you know, getting enough sleep and, and you know, exercising and, and de-stressing uh, nutrients, mega-dosing vitamin C. Guys, I take uh, around eight to 10,000 milligrams of sodium ascorbate or vitamin C a day. Now, there was, there was some stuff that went around this year, and I got just an inkling of, of it, but I never got sick, and it never it real is really barely a blip on the radar. 
And so, you know, also vitamin D3 is another one of those nutrients that invariably most of us are low in. And so learning about that, getting my book, The Immunity Crisis in America, and I cover how to safely boost your vitamin C levels, how to and why you should, uh, what, how it's compared to things like uh, – see, um, uh, humans can't make their own. But goats, which is what the comparison is, uh, they make about 10,000 to 13,000 milligrams a day, in, and that's just normal everyday stuff that, that a, a male 155-pound goat generates. And yet the RDA for a 155-pound male adult is a mere 90 milligrams, 90 versus 10,000. There's an inconsistency here, and for some reason, they won't acknowledge that these nutrients have that kind of power to change things. Dr. Klenner uh, said that doctors would rather stand by and watch their patients die rather than to administer sodium ascorbate or ascorbic acid to a patient, and it's true. Every time you hear and uh, of, of someone dying from the flu or pneumonia or you know any of these complication diseases that uh, you know that started out as one and then got to something else, that is that's because their immune system was compromised. Uh, also, when you notice on TV, if you, uh, in the U.S., well, I think we're only one of two or three nations that allow pharmaceutical companies to actually broadcast and advertise for drugs. Okay, pharmaceuticals are drugs, they're chemicals. And even though there's they've enacted these laws that say that you have to have they have to tell what the side effects are, it's kind of like if you've got a loan, you go in the the truth in lending, they have made that paperwork so prohibitive of reading that everyone just signs it. And so although they have at the end of these commercials – and it's funny. You'll have a 60-second commercial for like Humira or uh, – I mean just go through Tamiflu or any number of these things. And about the last half of that commercial is listing the side effects. And I want you to start listening to them. Every time you hear one, first I want you to start thinking this there's a better way because there is. Our body was designed with an immune system that if it's given everything it needs, can stave off, and according to the WebMD website, it can stave off everything from cancer all the way to the common cold. And while they'll say there's no cure for the common cold, nothing can be further from the truth. If you will get enough nutrients, if you'll get enough rest, if you get enough fluids, if you'll get enough vitamins, uh, all that stuff will boost and strengthen your immune system so it can fight this stuff and beat it. Uh, if I go on here, here in this uh, same article, he says, in January, the National Academy of Medicine's Commission on Global Health Risk Framework for the Future called for investing, get this number, guys, 4.5 billion with a b billion dollars to contain a next pandemic including 1 billion for quote accelerated research uh, even here in the US president obama recently asked congress 
for $1.8 billion to deal with the Zika crisis. Now, I've done the, the numbers, and it, even given sexually transmitted, even given the number of people who are uh, are traveling into these regions, and again, we've got the Olympics coming up, so there's going to be a lot of travel down into these Zika-invested areas in, in Brazil. But uh, even given that, it, it, I initially estimated maybe five to 10,000 looking at the dengue fever and the chikungunya. Chikungunya is, again, it's one of those, it's by the same uh, mosquito. And there were 750 cases last year. All of them were imported. Now, the Zika virus is a very weak virus. But, and it, so it's really 80% of people never know they even have it. The other 20%. Uh, the vast majority of those, the the adaptive immune system kicks in, and then they are uh, then they get over it. There is a very 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 small number who have come down, and I don't even know because we can't even get the numbers yet. But the number they get what's called uh, Jean Barre syndrome, which is a paralysis of the legs, and so that that shows that it probably crosses the blood brain barrier. Uh, like the West Nile virus. So uh, anyway, for so you guys understand the numbers here from from what President Obama has asked for in the U.S. He's asked for 1.8 billion dollars. Now you can get, uh, I believe it's a. Well, I mean, if you go if you go get uh, sodium ascorbate at your health food store, uh, like Natural Grocers, I think has it for. 13 or 14 dollars for 227 grams but let's say that it's the quote-unquote pharmaceutical gray which this stuff that you get at the natural grocers and and whole foods and those kind of places guys that's there are third parties that are already testing that for purity and so let's you could use that uh, but let's say it was the most expensive pharmaceutical grade they could still get 16, almost 17 million doses of 25,000 milligrams of vitamin C uh, in in this what's called cam- compounding in this pure form um, to treat people. 17 million doses for the eight 1.8 billion dollars that Obama wants to deal with Zika. Listen, guys, to to do 1.8 billion, I don't even know. I mean, those numbers. I I have a hard time fathoming what what you spend 1.8 billion dollars on when you've got a 15 dollar bottle of vitamin C or sodium ascorbate that could knock this thing out. Is Zika is a very weak virus for crying out loud? Uh, it just seems like we just keep trying to invent ways. To spend more money, 1.8 billion. Even if again, you could buy nine, eight or nine bottles of sodium ascorbate uh, for the 106 dollars that would give you a treatment of 17 million dosages, and that'd be for a full. That's not 25 grams. That's 227 grams. So. We need to find. We need to take our health care back. I'm. I'm calling for you to do a. You know, 
It's a revolution. We need to take back our health care. So when you hear these commercials uh, and with all the side effects, I hope that stirs you to get back in contact with me. If you're not on my newsletter, get on my newsletter. Uh, you can, if you've got a uh, text message, you got a, sm uh, a smartphone, text the word crisis, C-R-I-S-I-S, -I -S, to the number 82888. That's text the word crisis to the number 82888. That will they'll send that off. It'll come back with a link. That link will take you directly to a place where you can sign up for my newsletter. I need your help to get all that information out to everybody. We need to tell more people. I don't want anyone else suffering the fate of uh, these diseases that don't need to. Again, measles outbreak last year through the whole you know state of California passed a bill to completely get rid of personal and religious exemptions. So the only way you can get out of, a, uh, of these mandatory vaccines is to have a letter from your doctor that says, we're sorry, you know, he, he's, his immune system is too weak and it's already compromised and so giving him a vaccine would be detrimental. So they've done that all over 170 cases nationwide. 170 cases out of 320 million people and they all went, got into this, you know, the sky is falling mode. Quit listening to this stuff. Influenza kills 50,000 people a year. Imagine if we could get enough people to understand they can take back their immune system uh, or their, their health care. And it's strong enough that they could ward off not just a flu, but then it doesn't get into a uh, life-threatening situation with pneumonia. Same thing with West Nile virus. It's crippling, and so it can be very, very devastating. You don't need to go through that. I'm telling you, we can take back our health care, and we should. We have the tools available. So anyway, we've got to, I've got to head off to a break here. I've got more stuff about what you can do to strengthen your immune system. Last week we talked to Dr. Ron Huntinghockey up here from Reardon Clinic who does megadosing vitamin C and the phenomenal power of that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show & Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html 
or text the word CRISIS to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's N I C H O L A S dot S T J O N at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello, and welcome back. You know, before the break, I was talking about this, this investment stuff, and I want to continue on that. One of the statements that was, say, that was in this document here on uh, the CNBC.com uh, website, it says here, uh, as Mary Lasker said, if you think research is expensive, try disease. $4.5 billion is what they're calling for to research uh, vaccines and ways to treat these pandemics. Again, guys, I, I cannot – it just drives me crazy that they are so short-sighted that we can't – if they would spend $4.5 billion or $1.8 billion on research, let's just – let's forget the $1.8 billion. Let's just try, you know – 180,000 on one good, solid, double-blind study of the use of megadosing vitamin C on Ebola. Just one, 180,000. All right, let's say that's not enough. So let's make it 1.8 million, okay? Not 180,000, 1.8 million, almost $2 million. Could you do a decent study and show that vitamin C could profoundly affect a person's immune system so that we could get in front of, instead of playing catch-up with these viruses and rogue bacteria, I call them rogue bacteria, but really any bacteria. So, you know, in one of the episodes we talked about, uh, you know, the hospitals can kill you. I had Dr. Betsy McCoy on, who is just brilliant, and the work she's doing is great. Now, she had 15 steps, and those 15 steps, which you can get on my website, viruswhisperer.com, or go to, again, immunitycrisis.info. Go to the bottom. There's a link to my blog. If you want to contact me, there's a contact us uh, link there. comes up with a, uh, a form. Go ahead, fill that out. Send me your questions. Again, we need to get in touch with more people. And again, if you know somebody who can do these studies, or uh, you know, there's more and more billionaires and millionaires like Bill Gates. You know, he went out and funded millions and millions of children in, uh, I think it was India and uh, Pakistan that got that that got. Uh, Vaccin- vaccinated for, I think it was polio. Now, he spent 
hundreds of millions of dollars doing that. And here they are. Here we are. If we could do just – if we can get somebody to take $2 million, Zuckerberg, when the Ebola was going crazy, he donated $25 million to the CDC. Now, I would love to see the report of what they did with that $25 million. And again, could we just get a couple million, $2 million, and do a really great study? Guys like put, – put guys onto the team like Dr. Thomas Levy, who has uh, – is an MD and a JD, who's written a number of books, Curing the Incurable. Uh, Dr. Andrew Saul, PhD, and him and uh, another guy wrote a book, Vitamin C, The Whole, The Real Story. Uh, then there's Dr. Uh, Ron Honeyhockey, and you know so many of these guys that have gotten so much experience. Dr. Ron Honeyhockey at the Reardon Clinic. These guys have done over a hundred thousand megadosing vitamin C therapy treatments. And that I know of, there have been no deaths from it. It's an extremely safe. That's what that just is what drives me crazy. They will give vaccines to people who have huge adverse reactions, and the vaccine companies, which by the way, uh, if you're not familiar with it, vaccine companies and the U.S. government exempted themselves from being prosecuted or sued for being injured from a medication or a drug. These vaccines. How convenient is that? So now you can ramrod for the for quote unquote the good of the the nation or the good of the people. You can ramrod these things through without adequate studies and testing before they give these things to you. And and if it has an adverse reaction, we know that they have over the years. Back in 1955, it's called the uh, I believe it's called the Cutter or Keller incident, where a manufacturer produced vaccines that actually infected more kids with polio than, than got polio in the wild. Speaking of polio, Dr. Klenner, back in 1948-49, which is a number of years before the vaccine came out for polio, 60 cases of people walked into his office, and he – by the way, guys, he documented all of this. He documented all of these uh, people that – I mean he wrote – I mean 3,000 people that he treated with megadosing nutrients and vitamin C uh, for everything from polio. 60 kids – 60 – both kids and adults came in, infected with polio, confirmed in various stages of paralysis – and with megadosing vitamin C, 100% of those walked out completely cured. Okay, that I, If they would do that, imagine if some of these billionaires like Bill Gates would actually quit buying into this idea that it, only medicine and, and you know I was going to say science, but listen, vitamin C guys is is science. They just won't give it a chance. They won't take it. They don't dare take it and put it in a double-blind study test. Now, Mayo Clinic did, but and their conclusion was because they wanted to, to prove that Dr. Linus Pauling in his book uh, Vitamin C and the Common Cold and, and Flu uh, that he was wrong. And so they set up a study specifically 
to show that it was not effective. And so when they did, he ended up uh, – you know, he was talking about megadosing. When I talk about megadosing, it can be – when you're doing orally, it can be 5, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15, 1,000 milligrams, not all at once, but a day over a 24-hour period. That is significant, especially considering 90 milligrams is our recommended daily allowance okay, uh, or dietary allowance. That is – Enough to keep you from bleeding to death from scurvy, guys. And so while it's a minimum, uh, they also said the NIH dietary group set a maximum level of 2,000. Now, you think that an organization that has that kind of brain power in it that hasn't ever done the testing like what Dr. Linus Pauling did, what Planner did, what – Cothcart the third, Dr. Robert Cothcart the third did, uh, Dr. Erwin Stone, uh, uh, Abram Hoffer, all these guys experimented with this stuff, and they found out that literally the body you can't overdose on it, you can't uh, you can't take too much of it. It's water soluble. When the body reaches saturation, then it you just urinate it out. Okay, it's no big deal. Now, other than one minor situation with kidney a kidney disease everything else it's very 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 safe now if you even do an iv it's different because then it goes directly into the bloodstream and the body will absorb all of that that it can the other way to do it um, that is oral but it's it doesn't because when you take it orally guys you'll absorb about 30 to 40 percent of that in your intestines if you have a good in- intensive track, which in my book, Immunity Crisis in America, talk about probiotics and limiting your use of antibiotics because antibiotics kill off a lot of the good uh, bacterial flora in your in your gut. And without a good digestive system, you're I don't care how many nutrients you take, your body just cannot assimilate them into the places that you need to go, especially getting into the bloodstream. So. Uh, Anyway, the way to get more into your bloodstream if you're going to do it orally is what's called liposomal. And uh, there's a couple of companies, Live On Labs has a really high grade, really a good, uh, a good one that you can get from them. And so it's uh, – uh, anyway, it's uh, – it, you can get that. And take that a lot – all of it basically gets directly into your bloodstream. So that's the nice thing about liposomal if you can't do IVs. Uh, so also uh, the other one which we haven't gotten a lot of data on, it's what's called implant. So uh, if you need high dose and you can't do the IV and you can't afford the, the liposomal, uh, there are some out there who espouse – what's called implant, which is an enema implant of sodium ascorbate. And there's a way to mix it and, and all that stuff, and it's safe. Uh, I've done a number of them. So anyway, uh, boosting your vitamin C, cutting down on uh, getting probiotics. Anyone over 40 should be doing probiotics because, as they say, if you're over 50, you need to be concerned with, well, now there's you know vitamins for 50-plus, and now there's vitamins for 65-plus. And all those are good except one problem. If they don't have probiotics in them, you're probably not going to be able to absorb them. So in my book, Immunity Crisis 
uh, in America. I cover all of that and and more. So anyway, what I'm going to do is when I come back, we'll we'll close out this final segment. But I want you to understand how how much of this we can take back. If we can put this in our control, you don't have to go run to the doctor every time your kid sneezes or or coughs. You can do something very quickly, easily, and efficiently to uh, turn that around. So anyway, we're going to head off to break. I will be back in just a couple minutes. Stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's N I C H O L A S dot S T J O N at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, this is the final segment. I do want to make sure you guys know to get, again, get back, get on my uh, immunity crisis newsletter. Uh, there's a lot of good, powerful stuff I've written about anti-vaxxers. I've written about, um, uh, last week I talked about Vaxxed, the, the movie uh, from... I don't even remember what the name of it is now. But anyway, Vax that was supposed to be at Tribeca uh, that got canceled, uh, which actually probably did them a favor, by the way. Uh, there was a lot more press about this movie, which I probably wouldn't even have heard of for a while, but now it's out. Um, anyway, the newsletter. To do that, if you've got a uh, smartphone, text the message CRISIS, C-R-I-S-I-S, CRISIS, to the number 82. 82- 888, and that way you can get on my newsletter. I do a weekly TV show, an eight, eight and a half minute segment, uh, uh, which I post on my blog, viruswhisperer.com. And so you can see those segments. I did three segments on the, uh, on the anatomy of a flu shot. 
And that was a very powerful, and that's on my blog, a very powerful three segments that took me to cover all of that. I've talked about Ebola. I've talked about the protocols I've written and put in place for Ebola uh, for people that are like with Doctors Without Borders. Um, that before they go over what they should do for the three the 30 days before they go over what they should do while they're there and then how to make sure that they're not infected or if they are what to do to boost their immune system so they can avoid the any kind of mandatory uh, what do you call it, uh, quarantining, because I think New Jersey, the, uh, Governor Christie, he mandated if you went out over and you came back, uh, he, he mandated a 21-day um, self-quarantine, which got a lot of people up in arms over. Uh, that's not needed because they can test for things. Uh, I talk about things like um, you know what to do to make sure that you survive a hospital stay uh, with C. diff and with MRSA. Uh, MRSA kills on average 19,000 people a year, and C. diff, which is uh, a bacteria that gets into your digestive system, that is now uh, infecting as much as 5% of the hospital. People get hospitalized. And of those, 28,000 a year are dying from C. diff. What that means is you come in the front door and you leave through the back door uh, through the morgue. Okay, that is, I do not want any more people going through that. You don't have to. <coughs> Excuse me. If you can do, if you understand how to strengthen your immune system, and sometimes we have to fire our doctor because they won't listen to us. They can tell us something that it won't affect their lives. Right? They see they run the people through their offices uh, in just a few minutes. And really to be diagnosed to understand what the root cause of these things are, most of the things that we're, we're being given, all of these drugs that we see on TV, again, every time you see one of those, think about Nicholas and prevention and that we need to take back our health care because most of those that are in there weaken our immune system. They tell you at the end of, of it that you will, be, you will probably be more susceptible to uh, infections. Well, what that means is they just weakened your immune system by giving you something to combat whatever else they had. Now, guys, Vioxx came out uh, years ago, and before it was pulled, 55,000 people died from heart attacks from taking this drug. So while it sounds like, and they make it sound like you have to do this, you don't. There are alternatives. Go do some research on the net, and and again, on my blog, uh, I talk about a lot of this stuff. Another blog that you can go to, you can get a lot of that good information is from Mike Adams with the uh, Health Ranger on uh, uh, his blog. So, you know, there's a lot of really good information. Dr. Mercola is another one who has really, really, really great information. Uh, anything from Dr. Levy, Dr. Andrew uh, Saul, uh, any of these guys, they have done a ton of research, and it again, that's where I've obtained most of a lot of my information. And again, I've read the counters of this. Uh, I was talking about the Mayo Clinic when they did the thing for the common cold to show that it didn't vitamin C didn't help. When they got done, their final statement was. Vitamin C had no depreciable difference in the length of the common cold. 
and they didn't tell us anything. We had to go start digging to find out how much they gave them and how often. I never did find out how often, but they only gave them 500 milligrams. 500. It should have been 5,000. Could have been 50,000. And, you know, things like, so, you know, they did it and set it up in a way that, that gave them the results that they wanted. Again, I'd love for someone to give us $1.8 million. I'll bring together, you know, guys like Levy and Hunting Hockey. And by the way, Reardon Clinic, they have a superb research lab there. And so, you know, we've even got a facility we could start doing some of that stuff at. But uh, doing these tests that show that, in fact, uh, vitamin, megadosing vitamin C could have a profound effect. Now, I understand the pharmaceutical company is not going to do that. Matter of fact, you will argue, you probably have an argument with your doctor that it could kill you. The guy, you know, again, in my, in my book, I have a link to uh, Mr. Alan Smith who had the swine flu back in uh, 09, 2009, had the swine flu and – uh, he was on his basically on his deathbed. He'd been in a coma. They had him on a breathing tube, feeding tube, and an IV, and he'd been unconscious for about a couple months. And the doctor came to the family and said, "If he doesn't show any improvement in two days, you need to unplug him and let him die." Okay, so the guy, the doctor had already written the guy off. They had done everything they knew to do. The, the family said to the doctor, "We need we we heard about mega dosing vitamin C. We'd like you to give him." 25,000 milligrams of vitamin C, sodium ascorbate, in the IV four times a day. The doctor reportedly, again, I have confirmed this, but I heard, he said, I can't do that. That could kill him. Well, the doctor had already given him the death sentence and saying, you need to unplug the guy and let him die. And so the family took things back, took control, and they said, you're done. We're going to find a doctor who will do this. So they did. They gave it to him. He recovered, and there's this great 17-minute video that uh, shows him. Uh, they interviewed him. They show him on his plane, on his yacht. And I mean, the guy was a very wealthy dairy farmer out in New Zealand. But the vitamin C, the authorities came back and said, no, because we turned him on his stomach. That's what made him recover. Well, why didn't they do that earlier? That's, I mean, why don't they just put everyone on their stomach if that's what it takes to recover from viral infections, right? How ridiculous, but that's how crazy this is. Okay, so we need to, we, we need to quit accepting as, as normal getting sick. You'll hear these statistics. One out of three men will get prostate cancer. One out of five or one out of seven women will get breast cancer. They act like that's normal. It does not – now, again, their statistics are probably right. It, when you have an immune system at the levels that we have it in the U.S., they are probably right. But if we could supercharge, if we could get our immune system as at optimal, then those numbers are going to – it's just going to blow those numbers out. Instead of one in three, it will be one in 30,000 or one in three million Okay, instead of one in three. The only reason we get sick is because we have a weakened immune system. The sooner you get that in your head, the better off you'll be. You can take charge. You're the one who can change 
the strength of your immune system. So anyway, immunitycrisis.info. Get on my newsletter. Go out to my blog. Watch the TV shows. You'll get the newsletter when I write a new article or a post. You'll get that so you can stay up to tune. If you have ever have a question, you can email me on the Contact Us page and, and send me that information. I love talking about this stuff. But anyway – we have come to the end of the show already. I hope this has helped, guys. Again, a revolution. We need to take back our health and our health care. So anyway, be well, and uh, we'll see you later. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Health Cure Show. Be sure to join Nicholas St. John again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learning to stay healthy this week and every week because the future is now.